Carol Ofori, yeah. East Coast Radio. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. All right, what a pleasant, pleasant surprise. Straight from the airport to Suncoast is, of course, the lovely Wendy Nola. Welcome. Hello, Carol. Lovely to actually see you face to face. Right. We've been chatting, but hey, it's been a minute since we've seen each other, like eyeball mm-hmm. to eyeball, like you said earlier. Well, as usual, everybody, it's time for us to get all those consumer-related questions answered. Remember, send your voice note 061-792-9495. I think before I get to this voice note, everyone's been talking on social media uh, and on just conventional media about a lady who has been dubbed the holiday swindler. <laughs> Hello, darling. That's how I should have there greeted you. There we go. Hello, darling. Is the name of the uh, holiday or yeah. Hello, darlings. darlings yeah. Yes. Very abfab name. Yeah. Um, and the whole outfit was done, you know, unconventionally. So, you know, she did a business on WhatsApp with WhatsApp wow. Speak. So I've seen a lot of the exchanges that people who have been caught have uh, shared. So it would be like, Okay, cool, K-E-W-L, N-P, no problem, you know. And that language has has its place, but I think, you know, you shouldn't be that pally when you're actually conducting a business. And a wow. business that's taking, wow, you know, these are mostly um, quite big family groups. Well, mm. many of them are big family groups. I've spoken to people who've had 208,000 for packages, 75,000, 105,000. This is a lot of money. And if you're going to pay that amount of money, to someone, I mean, the the whole thing had red flags all over, over it. it. But mm-hmm. you know, we, social media is cool. It's this is a good vibe. This is how we should do business. I mean, look at those inst- those um, influencers on Insta. You know, they had fantastic holidays. Well, yes, they got freebies and they paid for them with with um, vibey glam posts saying it was wow. all fabulous, uh, darlings, and. Um, and now it's goodbye, darlings. Um, the yeah. CEO's off, gone. Uh, her website was the last thing that was shut down yesterday. She got off all her socials. Um, and apparently she's in she the skipped wind. the country. Yeah. Um, apparently, well, Dubai is what is the word out there. But as I say, we in traditional media, we is why I'm not wanting to name the individual, but because you get right of reply, right? Mm. That's the way we do things when there are allegations. But um, they, uh, you know, all the numbers <laughs> are dead. There's no way of getting hold of her at this stage. So we nobody can get right of uh, reply from her. But um, I think that as a consumer journalist, for me, the takeout. I mean, I was speaking to the CEO of ASATA, the Association of Southern African Travel Agents, Otto de Vries. Just yesterday about this, and he was—he's got not pertaining to this incident, but he's got like your red flags, and she this ticked all, pilot, of, them. all of them. Like, look for the Asata logo; that gives you some um, backing if things right. go wrong, right? right. It wasn't a member. Uh, the price is too good to be true. Yes, in most cases. Did they ask you to pay by EFT? Yes, because if you pay by credit card, there's this thing called chargeback, this international protection when you pay by a credit card where your your bank can speak to their bank and, and prove that back. you didn't get – yeah. Uh, delay in issuing tickets. That's normally pr- with professional bona fide agencies. You get your tickets soon, your accommodation vouchers. That uh, She was stringing them along and along and along and along, never got them. 
I mean, you name it, unprofessional marketing. Hello, Instagram. I'm uh, sorry, um, influencers. I think if if this, if this case does nothing else, maybe make us relook at the trust and and, and the yeah. sway that we give, the power we give influencers. That whole business model just gets right up my nose. Absolutely, and I mean, I, I did make a purchase online because I saw someone who I knew endorsing a product. Mm-hmm. So I made the purchase, and only after when I made the purchase did i contact the person to say i'm kind of getting worried you endorse these people and right now they're not delivering or giving me my money back and she was like i haven't worked with them in months actually when i did they were legit cut a long story so short she thought so she thought they were definitely gone funny and uh, i had to get my bank involved luckily i paid using my my credit card and my bank was able to recover the money and give it back there to you me. go exactly what i'm talking yeah, about so that was a nice ending but yeah you see you you think because carol ofori endorsed something 99 percent of the time people steal my stuff and then say i'm endorsing something and it's not really me dangerous. they can and- pull it anywhere Exactly. And the, the other thing to say about influencers is that every time, and it's, an ad, it's advertising, right? You are yeah. paid to do something, even if you're paid yeah. in kind, even if your payment was a free holiday. Right. And every Insta post, every, wherever you're putting it, Facebook, should have hashtag ad or paid content or something that, ins- that tells the audience that this is, is essentially just an advert, not a sort of personal endorsement, according to the advertising regulatory board in this country. But a lot of times mm. that is not that is completely flouted and they don't do it. So, yeah, the other thing is that Asata says, do they have a, phys- a physical place of work? In this case, no. She was running it business on WhatsApp. So we got so used to wow. doing things online. We're not asking the questions. You need to know how things should mm. legitimately happen in a particular industry to know if you're being ripped off, to know that you shouldn't be have to wait six months to get your tickets. No. <laughs> you know that that's a scam, you know. That's a full-blown so, scam. So, yeah, I think yeah. so many le- lessons for us to learn out of this. And my my um, sympathies, really heartfelt yeah. sympathies to those who were caught. Because the thing is, Carol, she, the business did give service apart from the um, influences where she had a vested interest. But there were families many, and families in the last, well, until COVID happened and since uh, lockdowns that actually did mm-hmm. get the packages that they paid for. So if you're going on word of mouth, which you always say is a good idea, um, you kind of think, well, I, you know, my, my relative went and it was all fine. I've had people right. tell me that, but I, I still think you should ignore the checklist. You sh- if there are red flags there, if you're being made to pay by EFT, why? That's not normal. And normally you use a credit card, right? Mm. Um, why, don't, why don't they want you to pay by credit card? Well, because they don't want you to do chargeback. And also chargeback's only for a few months, right? Each bank has its own deadline. And if, they, if she's saying your tickets are still coming, that chargeback window would go, go anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I just think, yeah, yeah. it's so much money. We don't know what's going to happen. Yusuf Abramji, the criminal um, uh, guru, has said to go and lay a charge at your police station if there are enough people doing it. Um, you know, this one quite every day in court, but it doesn't guarantee you're going to get your money back. So mm. just a terrible, terrible story for the victims. Moral of the story is don't trust the influencers and let's remember the basics of making a transaction. Well, okay. So- All right, Wendy, so we do have some voice notes. Uh, shall we jump into the first one for uh, okay. the morning? It goes something like this. My partner has had an Edgar's account. Um, it was in credit to the value of about 800 rand. She hadn't used it in two years. The club membership that she never signed up for was deducted and deducted. And over a period of time, it then became a, into a negative. And she is now being harassed 
regularly for payment of a thousand odd rand that is only membership fees and she's refusing to pay. Please, can you advise? Wow. Okay, I've had a lot of this. So she didn't actually close the account by the sound of things, so it kept running. And if you have club membership and anything else, any of the extras such as a funeral policy through Hollard, or um, and also a service fee. And this got up people's noses because they kind of assumed, and they only know, many people noticed this in lockdown when they couldn't shop anymore. Mm. Um, that this fee, um, it's what is it? Service fee? It's twenty something rand. Um, Credit Act. If the account is open, there are you know fees involved in keeping an, <laughs> an account open, and so they ca- carry on charging. And so even though people weren't spending, as in this case, the account, um, all these fees are being credited to wow. the account. So all her thousand rand balance was used up, whatever her balance was, it was used up, and now she owes a thousand rand. And unless she can prove that she that there was no authority, that she didn't give her consent to be a club uh, member, which doesn't sound like that's the case, um, the best thing is to just pay it and then if you don't want the fees to accrue um, and you don't want the account anymore then make sure you close the account and make sure you get a letter confirming that you wouldn't believe how hard it can be sometimes to get that letter mm. and then when you need to prove it down the line you don't have anything to show for the fact that the account was paid up and closed so that would be my account close it as soon as possible get the letter and just pay now if if, if you if you were a club member um then I'm afraid they had the right to keep charging you for that every month, um, even though you weren't spending on their account. 100%. Another one says, hi, Carol. Hope you're well. Are retailers allowed to charge a customer extra if we're paying by card? For example, a shop in Chatsworth had the rice marked up marked for 60 rand mm. and when I wanted to pay by card they said it's going to cost 65 rand wow. due to the bank charges okay. are they allowed to I do I love this? that question and the theme seems to be are these extra charges um, allowed the last question the answer was no and this question the answer was, was yes this question this time it's a definite no it's a no on two counts the Consumer Protection Act says that uh, you know the price that is advertised there may not be any further charges added and right. also the uh, merchants, the, the retailers ha- have to sign a merchant's agreement with the bank that issued them with that point of sale machine that we swipe our cards on or through or whatever right. and it prohibits them to pass on their banking charges. So that's actually what they're doing because they get paid, they have to pay a certain percentage of um, each sale to, bank, to the bank as bank fees. But we pay our bank fees. Why should we pay their bank fees as well? And it's, it's and illegal. And so, they should put it in their costing. But well, like when you when they put exactly. the thing on the shelf, it must say sixty rand, including their costs, not sixty rand. Well, and then legally, five rand yes. Later. What they can do is discount the advertised price for cash payment, but you can't penalize, you can't add on to an advertised price mm. or a shelf price if people pay in card. And I, my maths is shocking, but sixty-five five rand added to a sixty rand price, it's very high. It's more than five percent anyway, because six rand would be. 10%. I don't know. So, I don't yeah, do maths. It's very, very, very <laughs> high. And I would love that person to let us know uh, which uh, retailer that is in Chatsworth. The mm-hmm. other thing you can do if you see this happening is you have a look at the bank that's branded on the point of sale machine because that's the bank um, concerned and you report it to the bank. You say this trader 
uh, in this address is doing this and in, in contravention. Do? No, they can they can if they they don't stop it, they can take away the machine. Oh, okay. I mean, they that's they are violating the merchants agreement, mm. and that that might be the quickest way to get action. But also go onto social media. You know, you if you state something that's factored in the public interest, it cannot ever be construed as defamation. Don't do it with swear words and capital letters and everything. But just say in the public interest, be aware this company, this retailer is illegally doing this. I right. mean, we should. I believe we should be naming and shaming them. Yeah. One last question. This one is for me, and it happened Ooh. when I was with Rory. Okay. I have a real issue with retailers who sell that something for nineteen rand ninety nine. Okay. Then you give them twenty rand. Yes. And then they close the till and give you a slip. You are. Where's my Where's is, my cent? It is one of the my favorite topics. So that's. So what rights do we okay, have? Okay, so they'll blame it on lack of one cent and two yes. pieces. But here's the thing. Yeah. They are completely in charge of in control of their pricing. They're not in control of you know, brown coppers and whatever going yeah. out of. Um, they're still legal tender, by the way. They're just not being minted anymore. Um, so make it 10 rand then. Mm-hmm. Don't try and hoodwink us with this stupid thing that we're yes. really going to think that 9.99 is cheaper than yeah. 10 rand. Apparently, that that is a proven psychological consumer behavior thing. Okay, fine. But if you So if you're going to stick with it, then pay the five cents, yeah. the closest you can get. And I think that's going to go sooner or later. And then it's going to be – then pay the 10 cents. And then they'll have to look at adjusting their prices. But there's no justification. You, if you, you've got to round – if you're going to round up, you want to cling to the 98, 95, 99 cent thing with the price, then um, round it to the benefit of the customer. Yes. Obviously, there's no benefit when you pay by credit card because there's no chain. You know, it's right. the exact amount. But if for cash payers – um, keeping one cent, two cent, five cent is absolutely there's no, never going to be justica- just justification for that. Um, and I, when I see that happening, I f- I'm sorry, but I, th- if you're cutting corners on this, if you're shortchanging consumers on this, what attention are you paying to maintaining your cold chain or to making sure that your other compliance is mm. right or to treating your staff and paying them right? All those sorts of things. It just it's shoddy. It shows a bad. Um, ethos. Mm. So yeah, and, and a lot of people just accept it because eh, it's only a cent. And oh no, I don't want to make a seat. I, I I think so. And Call funny enough, out. when I demand it, I will get ten cents or well, that's twenty. That's anything cents they can give you back. So I'm like, yeah. I'm actually winning here. Exactly. So, Do it. I'm yeah. all for you, sister. Keep there it up. There we go. <laughs> Wendy Nola, thank you so so much. Appreciate it. We'll do another round. It's of been Consumer fun. Watch thank next you. Thursday. We'll do. To listen to these moments and anything else you might have missed, go to ecr.co.za and click on podcasts.